WOFX Troy, WGYFMHD2 Albany, W240EC Albany, Fox Sports 980 and 95.9 FM. Very nice starting a Friday show with some wallflowers. Fifth Avenue Heartbreak or something like that. It's Jacob Dillon. I like it. I like it. I'm not mad about it at all. Big fan of them. Saw them with uh, Counting Crows at SPAC back in the uh, early 2000s. Whoa. Yeah. I had a I had a tie-dye shirt with the tour dates on it. Oh, you did not. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. You own a tie-dye shirt. Not anymore. That was a long time ago. I wouldn't even... I won't be able to get that shirt up my leg anymore. Like, it was, come on now, it's a different, it's a different Jeff. You made me think about a younger Levac, like a tie dye shirt, like Bill Walton out there with Birkenstocks, like a long beard, just swaying back and forth. It's back to the wallflowers. Somewhere, there is a there is a picture of me with shoulder length bleach blonde hair, a uh, a, a hoodie flannel shirt, and some kind of stupid necklace. Yeah. Yeah, I was. No, I, there's not. Oh yeah, oh, I've yeah. never known this for as long as I've oh, known. Yeah, it. Give, me, give me a give me an age here. How old? Oh, I've been like 18, picture? 17, oh, okay, 18. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was you know Pearl Jam was big. Everybody was doing it. You know, everybody wore dirty white hats. Yeah, but I thought South Carolina was more like you guys were super into hip hop back then too. That's a little bit of everything. Okay. I liked hip hop too, but I just you know, I had to let, you know had to. Probably it's probably whatever the girl I liked liked is probably what happened. To be perfectly honest, I did, I I shaved the hair. This is a true story. Um, I was at a party, a little little buzzed up. May have fallen asleep uh, with my back to a couch and woke up with a French braid. And the hair came off the next day. <laughs> that was that for me. I was all done. So whoever it was that did that, congratulations. You uh, you got me to get rid of that hair, which was which is, which is is probably a good thing for everybody. Um, bad thing for everybody is the NBA draft. It's the worst. The NBA draft is the... Is the <laughs> I hate the NBA draft. Happy Friday, LeVac and Gaz. The NBA draft's the worst. It's of the big four, right? Expectation versus what it delivers, it's the worst. It's the worst. Like, no one expects anything from the NHL draft, but if you you care where the big player goes, you kind of pay attention a little bit. Not really, but, you know, don't. it doesn't disappoint me because I don't expect a lot. Major League Baseball draft, because of being a member of the 518, has become very important to me because we've seen a lot of good players, you know, especially pitchers. It feels like get drafted, so it's fun. It's it's fun in that level. The NFL drafts the king. It's the best. It's I've never, I've never watched someone get hired before and cheered or booed, you know. But the draft, that's pretty much what you're doing. You know, uh, we have decided with the third pick of the NFL draft to give Tom Goslowski a job. Yeah, everything. Yeah, he's got a job. Or boo, that's not who I wanted to have that job. That's that's that. The NBA draft, I want to love. I want to love you, and you just let me down. The, the you got it. This NBA executive nerd or alien, as the case may be with with Adam Silver, I think he's an alien. Like simplify this, make this more user friendly. Whatever stupid language you have in your contracts that doesn't allow you to make a trade official on draft night, cross it off. Cross it off, a little AS next to it with the date, Adam Silver, we cross off. Because if you're like me and you tend to watch the NBA draft 
in louder environments, you know, call them bars, you see who has been picked. You see that they've been picked by uh, Orlando. And you go, oh, Orlando's got so-and-so. You don't hear everyone go, oh, he's already been traded to, to Indiana. So I think he's in Orlando. I turn and call, hey, buddy, he's in Orlando. They're like, no, idiot, he's in Indiana. I hate it. It's too difficult to follow. I don't know half these people. The Thompson Twins got drafted. That's a 1980s uh, band. I, I don't understand. I woke up to that text today. You said, you like that? I don't know what that reference is, but I'm sure it's going to come onto the show today at some point. The uh, people <laughs> my age and older got it. The Thompson, the Thompson twins. I, yeah, I, I just don't, it's just, eh, I don't uh, like it. Levac, I'm going to make you feel better about this because my takeaway from the 2023 NBA draft is it's the best NBA draft here for the capital region sports fan locally since Kevin Herter. And I'll get to those players in a little bit, but I want to go back to the core of what you just said there about the draft itself, the NBA draft. What I learned last night is this, and this should be TV 101. If Chris Adorado at 13 or Chet Davis, somebody wants to teach a course at Siena or UAlbany or wherever about how television should work, somewhere in television 101 should be, give the viewer a reason to stick around. Maybe that's media 101. Give me a reason to care. I think that's life 101. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Because that's the problem with the NBA draft right there. I struggled to care after Andre Jackson got picked. Jalen oh. picking Andre Jackson going in the second round. But you made it pretty far because that's, what, 36 pick. Which, yeah. by the way, where I was, you thought Andre Jackson Jr. went to Orlando. No, he's a buck. Thanks for nothing, NBA. What what the NHL draft in Major League Baseball, which does not get as much hype around it, but what they are trying to do is give people reasons to care. Like, the first ever player when they televised the Major League Baseball draft on the LB Network, only one guy showed up. It was Mike Trout. So now the plug is, hey, the next Mike Trout could be sitting there. Do you know his name? Don't don't miss the MLB <laughs> draft coming this. Okay, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good promo. It's pretty good. Yeah. The NHL, hey. Look at all these number one picks that have had success. You need this piece. Anybody could win the playoffs. Look at this. They can sell you on it. The NFL draft does this better than anybody else because here's what the NFL draft does. Every single year, they got Schefter. They got Jay Glazer. They got all these reporters for about a week plus telling you, hey, your favorite team could trade into the first round. Hey, this right. quarterback who's the fifth best in the class could come into the first round. Hey, there's could be this. There could... They add the intrigue to the draft, especially in these later rounds, to make you tune in, to make you figure out, especially the first round. Great move putting that on Thursday night because it gives us a reason to stick around. What happens here in the NBA draft is once Victor Webignan is off the board, if you don't have a rooting interest, Levesque, it was 11-15 when the first round ended. And I'm mm. looking like, is it usually three hours long? Because I got... Besides when Jackson comes off the board, I got no more reason to stick around. Tell me why I should watch the second round. If your selling point is this guy might be good in three years and may never play in the NBA, that's not keeping me locked in at midnight on the East Coast. If your selling point is, hey, uh, yeah, Amani Bates was going to be the number one pick if he didn't go to college, but he might be good. Like th Those aren't selling points for me to stick around to see what my team's going to get. Or, hey, this guy might sit in the minor. No. Like you gotta give me a reason to tune in. You got that's what well, I want with the NBA draft. Well, that and and again, make it user friendly. Make it simple for me to understand. Stop with this whole. Well, the, the trade is not official. Make it official. 
Just make it official. Hey, guys, if you trade with me on draft night, it, it counts. You can't come back to me five minutes later and go, ah, gotcha. Like, like, as long as we do that, then we can put the right logo up, hand the person the right hat. Do Learn from the NFL on this one. Like, I know every so often there's a deal done later or whatever, but I know at that moment who that guy is supposed to play for that season. The NBA, I don't know, and it drives me nuts. I hate it. Um, also, like, if we're going to do what we're doing here, like if this is going to be it where you're, you're going to confuse me, you're going to go on longer, just go full red carpet style. Like have the reporter from E or whatever. What, who are you wearing? Like go, just go in. Just go into it because the the biggest stories coming out of the draft last night is that uh, Wembayana Dudu did go number one, which we all knew he would. Um, Scoot is is going is going to Portland, but they're not getting rid of Dame Lillard. The the Thompson twins are the first ever brothers selected in the top five of the same draft. Like those kind of things. And Grady Dick wore a really, really loud, like sequence red suit that was in honor of the Ruby Red Slippers from Wizard of Oz. You just named off five players right there. That if I you, never heard of before that night. There you go. If you watch college basketball, I'm a college basketball fan. It's my second favorite sport after college football. The NFL's really close there. Actually, third favorite. But Levac just named five players. You as a basketball fan or you as a sports fan probably heard of one of those players. Webb and Yana played in France. Scoot Henderson did the G League overseas elite. All that other stuff. Same with the Tom. We don't know these guys. <laughs> for, we don't know them. For his, for his listed like school, they have USA for, for Scoot Henderson. How, the first round of the NBA draft, if you had told me it was a key and peel bet and each one of those people was somebody they made up, the way they used to do for the uh, for the, like, the college football rosters, I believe you. I believe you. It, uh, Amen Thompson, Os R Thompson, Bilal, Jarris. I Just again, I don't know these guys. Co- college basketball almost looks like a bad thing. This is like the fourth or fifth year in a row where, hey, the one and done doesn't make sense. Just go make your money, and a lot of players have done it now. But now it feels like the focus on the college basketball player we pick and prod their success and how they do. You know, we've we've almost gone 10 minutes into this, Levac. I think we do need to acknowledge some positives, though, yes. from the NBA draft. Right? Yes. I mean, again. L- l- let's start with Andre Jackson, though, because I think he's the most intriguing thing. Albany Academy zone, Andre Jackson, second-round pick. You mentioned it, originally drafted by the Magic, is getting traded. He's going to be a Milwaukee Buck. Awesome stuff for Andre Jackson that he's going to get an opportunity to play professionally in the NBA. A kid from Amsterdam, New York, is going to the NBA. And that, I mean, you're looking at at a very interesting team for him. Like, he's got that that supreme athleticism. He's going to join, you know, the Greek freak who has it. He's, you know, but you, is, is, is Middleton going to be there? Like, it's, a, it's good to see local talent go and end up with Milwaukee. He's going to be in the playoffs. He's going to be in the championship push every year as long as he's there. So good. I was very cool. I love that Andre Jackson's going to the Bucks, uh, and we're going to mention Jalen Pickett and how those two teams actually do have a lot of similarities, but you brought up Chris Middleton. That's got to be why he's the pick, why he was traded for, because for those who aren't following Milwaukee Bucks transactions, Chris Middleton's been awesome. Great career. However, Chris Middleton just opted out of the deal. 
If you're wondering how much Chris Middleton was going to be paid next year, how about $40.5 million? Chris Middleton yeah. was owed $40 million, and he said, nah, I'm good. I think I can get a better contract. I think $40 million a year isn't good enough. I'm going to find another contract that's going to pay me more. He could be right. He could be wrong. My hope is that Andre Jackson will benefit no matter what way it goes. Well, Either he sits behind him or Middleton bounces and Jackson finds more minutes. 6'6 six, six versus 6'7. Six, Jackson listed at 6'6. Six, six. That can be his role. He's got to Jackson's got to become a better shooter. That's it. Well, and this is and this is where, yet again, the NBA confuses the hell out of me, right? You you just know $40 million he opts out. Is anyone gonna give him $40 million? Has he played to the level where he should get $40 million? Whatever. I believe it was Brian Windhorse. It was it was one of the ins- it might have been Woj could have been Chance for all I know they all, they all look the same to me. Um, there's a belief that he may be opting out, fully anticipating signing back with Milwaukee, where he would get a little less this year, but a longer term deal that would pay him more. Why wouldn't you just sign him to an extension and, and move the money? Like if this was the NFL, right? This is the NFL. They would go, hey, how about? Instead of 40 right now, give you a $30 million signing bonus, make a three-year deal, you make blah, 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 blah. But no, it's the NBA. I got to opt out. I might come back. I might not. It could get a little more. It could get a little less. So I just, I, the NBA makes everything so difficult. Like there's, it's just, it's clear to me, Adam Silver is an alien and he doesn't understand how to make anything normal for us mere mortal earthlings. It just doesn't, it doesn't compute. I'm thrilled Andre Jackson got drafted. Yep. Everything's worked out well for Andre Jackson. I don't know how it could have gone better, besides maybe being a first-round pick with a guaranteed contract, but the fact Milwaukee took you, there's a plan for him that seems to be the deal. You went from Albany Academy to UConn to winning the national championship to having a picture with the president to being a second-round pick on an NBA champion less than five years ago, and you can kind of see where the spot is in the organization and you know the skill set you've got to work on. So shout out to Andre Jackson. UConn should be celebrating Albany Academy, Amsterdam, everybody. Great job by him. Jalen Pickett, a Denver Nugget. Although the Nuggets didn't draft him either, they traded for Jalen Pickett. Formerly Siena, does the transfer portal, plays three years for the Saints, goes to Penn State, and tears it up. You and I have had this conversation now for almost three and a half years that if Siena had got to the NCAA tournament in 2020, it could have been Pickett's moment. Guess what? Pickett bounced to Penn State, played great in the Big Ten tournament throughout the entire season at Penn State last year. He was awesome statistically. He goes to the NCAA tournament, plays great in the NCAA tournament, turns himself into a second-round pick. I know there's Penn State connections there for the Nuggets, and that helped. doesn't matter. Pickett, awesome, man. You and I watched him as a teenager from Rochester, one of Coach Carm's early signees. Awesome for him, man. Turned it up. His game got better every single season. Now he's an NBA guy. When you think about Capital Region guys who use the transfer portal well, it's him right now, Jared Verse are the two tops, right? Like, like he used it, and now he's a draft pick. Where, you know, if you were if you were watching, if if you were better at the NBA draft than I am, you probably knew he was going to go around here. I was I was thrilled with. I, I thought maybe a little later, you know, whatever. Good good for him. Great job. And I think Jared Verse is a guy you'll see long term. Will use what he learned at Albany and then is doing at Florida state. And then he'll, he'll go flying up draft boards too. But like to see it used appropriately, that's when you sit there and go, 
you know, I don't, I don't love it. I don't love that I can just these guys can just jump all over the place. It's, it's a little, it's a little bit much for me as an old school fan. But when I see it used right, I'm like, good for you, good for you, young man. I'm. This is gonna sound like I have two different answers here. I'm okay with Sienna. And you brought up Jared versus where you won't be. It's fine if those schools want to promote them. I know Sienna quickly put out the graphic about former Saint Jalen Pickett drafted. But if you're a fan of Sienna and Pickett left, and if you're a fan of UAlbany football and Jared Verse left, and you don't want to root for them, by all means, I'm fine with that. Like, okay, well, okay. So, like, Joe Cremo left UAlbany basketball and went to Villanova. If you're a UAlbany fan, you are really ticked. David Nichols did the same thing. Like, I'm okay with. You know what? I want you to go first on this because I want to hear your take on it. Well, I, I get there's different ways to leave. There's different ways to do things. What I would what I would love to believe is that adult conversations were had. Like there's so my daughter is going into the nursing program at Hudson Valley. So she's had to like, you know, go talk about jobs and leave here and do this and explain that she can't do certain things anymore. Well, how do I do that? I'm like this is called this is what's known as an uncomfortable conversation. Well, well, can you handle it? No, because you have to have uncomfortable conversations because you're going to have them throughout your life. So you have them and then you're good at them and you can be honorable. So like, I'm hoping uncomfortable conversations have been had in all these scenarios. Let me just put that out there. But it's not like you left Sienna and went to, you know, uh, Iona or whoever, you know what I mean? Like yeah. Within the conference. Right. Sure. You got a chance to go to a bigger league and you went to a bigger league. That's I, I respect, like I respect the hustle. I respect what, and, and if, it stinks because we love them. We want them to win MAC tournaments. We want them to do all these things. We want the Big East, all these things, or the American East, all these things. But at the same time, it's a really big compliment to the program that you can come in here. You didn't, you didn't choose Sienna over Penn State. It didn't happen. Okay, can we just be clear about that? You didn't choose U Albany over uh, Florida a, State. A, yeah, yeah right. you, like these things didn't didn't happen. Okay. You progressed your game, your skill set so well while there that now the 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 D1s are looking at you. That's a compliment to you and the university. Yeah, I think the almost the power five, maybe that's the big difference here, the power five, because I think of two other athletes yeah. that wouldn't have had the same reception. One athlete and one coach. So Jeff Undercuffler played at U Albany. Jeff Undercuffler left to go play at Akron. I'm not confident that you Albany football would have been tweeting out congratulations to Jeff Undercuffler, former great Dane, if he was tearing it up for the zips. I could be wrong. Please roll in my DMs if you hmm. think you would have done that. But here's another good one. Okay? Uh, so Jalen Pickett leaves, goes to Penn State, has success. Do you think Sienna would have done the same thing if Jamie and Christian had was playing uh, George Washington into the A-10 tournament and got to the NCAAs and all of a sudden they were like, Congratulations to former Sienna coach Jamie and Christian. I just no, don't think the standard no. right, right? Like yeah, Fran McCaffrey's a little different. Sometimes we hear a lot more love from the Sienna alumni. Yeah. But you know, well, it's the way he left too. There we go. Say, hey, uh, Jamie and Christian left Sienna because he thought he'd better his career to another school to hope for the future. Well, that's what Jalen Pickett did. Well, no, 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 that's a little different. See, some of these things aren't played by the same rules. No, and I think like for Jamie and Christian, it, what happened there was, and I've had this conversation behind the scenes, there was always a hope and belief 
that Coach Carm would be the head coach one day. You know, maybe three to four years at, later when Mr. Christian finished his contract. To come in and bail right away, that was a little that was a little gross. And not just to do that, but you unfriended us on social media, which means you knew we were going to come for you, and you knew you didn't have a defense. Yep, yep. Because if, if, <laughs> if he felt like he made an honorable move, he doesn't do that. He go, you know, hey, come for me, guys. We'll talk. Because we were very friendly with him. And he, he deleted us because he didn't want to hear what we had to say because he knew it wasn't going to be good. I, I gave him the benefit of the doubt in the beginning, but then once I saw that, I was like, okay, you're kind of a coward. Like, but these, these kids, they only have so many opportunities. Like, as a coach, you can take a Sienna career and you can use it to move up. As Jalen Pickett, if he, if he played his full collegiate career at Sienna, he's not getting drafted. He might get a two-way contract. He might get a 10-day contract. He might get all those things. I don't know what a two-way contract is. We'll cover that later. Um, but he might get like something like that, but he would not have been – he wouldn't have been drafted out of Siena. I don't – like I know it's a handful of players who ever played at Siena who were drafted. He got drafted because he got the, the Penn State glow. Cremo wanted Villanova. It didn't work out as well for him. Picky, you look at it, you go, all right, you were ready. You went. Good job. That's how I feel. Um, Santa fans, you can let us know, by the way, at the Jeff Levac on Twitter, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G-O-Z-Z on Fox Sports 980.com, the iHeart app, a bunch of different places. And also, if you call into the show, you can let us know your opinion as well. Absolutely. Um, if your opinion is the Yankees suck and so do the Red Sox, we share that opinion. We can cover that next. Uh, there's so so many things to do. What do you want? Like, I feel like we haven't said hi to any of our friends lately. Uh, what do you mean? Well, who should we talk about right now? I mean, I don't have the list in front of me. I don't know who sponsors are at this moment. <laughs> like you, normally you let me know in advance. Sorry, little back. Yeah. I thought you meant say hello to our friends over. Say at hello to my little friends. U.S. Express this oh, morning. They were at so, my house. Say goodbye to our little friends. Yeah, yeah. I was like, is he talking about Frank? Is he talking about Tammy? Is he talking about the insects? And I didn't know what he meant by that. Anyways, U.S. Express Control is at my house this morning. <laughs> Check it up on me. Everything going well at the Kozlowski residence. They stopped in earlier this summer. Everything looks great. So whatever it is, if you look in your front yard, you're like, man, I constantly get these sugar ants. If maybe you've got mice, whatever the fact it that is. you know what a sugar ant is. Just yeah. tells you how good USX Pest Control is. Shout out to Tim. Shout out to Frank and everybody over there that's helping you. Make sure your home is protected and more. It's as simple as this. A free inspection with the warm weather on the way. Have it covered for weeks and months to come to make sure whatever it is. Like if you have little kids visiting your home, you want to make sure they're not running away. I don't want to come here. Ah, I saw <laughs> Call up USX Pest Control and they'll help you make sure your home is safe and those pests are out of the way. Absolutely. Let's talk a little Major League Baseball coming up next. Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. DraftKings presents another totally rad message on how to bet responsibly from someone who's still totally rad. Tony Hawk. You know, betting without a game plan is a little like skating a giant ramp without helmet and pads. I wouldn't risk it. And I wouldn't bet without a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook provides you with tools to set a realistic budget and time limits, so you're ready to bet responsibly. Thanks, Tony. Visit DraftKings.com responsible-gaming to learn about all these tools and more, because the more you know about safe betting, the more rad you'll be. 
Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. The Asphalt Doctor reminds you that shopping locally is a great way to benefit your community. When consumers shop at nearby small businesses, they help stimulate their local economies by helping these companies grow and thrive. Do your part to help the community you live in prosper. Visit a small business today. Presented by the Asphalt Doctor, the Capital Region's award-winning pavement specialist, providing pavement installation and maintenance. Online at theasphaltdoctor.com, 273-8005. Your golf escape is just an hour away from Albany. Off exit 23 at Cronin's Golf Resort. Tee up with 18 scenic holes along the Hudson River at Cronin's. Enjoy outings, banquets, and weekend packages. The pro shop, carts, rentals, and range have you covered for your play. Stay in cozy cottages or a motel and unwind by the pool. Call Cronin's Golf Resort at 518-623-GOLF. That's 518-623-GOLF. Lake George and the Adirondacks Best Golf and Stay Resort. DraftKings knows how awesome it is to bet responsibly. So we asked Demis, a guy who's all about being awesome, to break it down. Because the more you know about safe betting, the more awesome you'll be. You want to be a champion like me? Whether your game is wrestling or sports betting, you are going to need a game plan. My finale lets everyone know when my matches are finished. And time limits in the app let you know how long you've spent and when it's time for a break. I practice safe bets and so should you. Thanks, Miz. Visit DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming to learn about all these tools and more. And always practice safe betting. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Justice Insurance Agency is one agency for all your insurance needs. Personal insurance, including auto, home, tenant, boats, and RVs. Business insurance, including business owners, autos, and offices. They also offer life insurance. Why buy online? Support your locally owned small businesses right here in the Capital District. Justice Insurance Agency, 980 New Loudon Road, Latham. For prompt professional service, call the Justice Insurance Agency at 786-1397. That's 786-1397. DraftKings presents another totally rad message on how to bet responsibly from someone who's still totally rad, Tony Hawk. You know, betting without a game plan is a little like skating a giant ramp without helmet and pads. I wouldn't risk it, and I wouldn't bet without a game plan. DraftKings Sportsbook provides you with tools to set a realistic budget and time limits, so you're ready to bet responsibly. Thanks, Tony. Visit DraftKings.com slash Responsible-Gaming to learn about all these tools and more. Because the more you know about safe betting, the more rad you'll be. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit GamblingHelplineMA.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas. 21 and over in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. One in four car batteries is weak and needs to be replaced. Let our professional parts people test your battery for free at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.
Burke Mechanical Systems, a local family-owned carrier authorized dealer with over 35 years experience. They specialize in high-efficiency gas furnaces, boilers, air conditioning, air source heat pumps, and geothermal. With an A-plus rating with a BBB, Burke Mechanical Systems is both an authorized New York State clean heat and NYSERDA participating contractor. Ask about their AC tune-ups, free estimates on replacements, financing, and same-day service. Turn to the experts. Call Burke Mechanical Systems, 518-465-7524, or check out their website at B-O-U-R-Q-U-E-H-V-A-C.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. Um, We're your home for Red Sox baseball, Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. They went really fast yesterday. Listen, if you're going to get your doors beat off 6 nothing by your heated rivals, the Twins, at least do it fast. So, so good for them. There was so much confusion yesterday. You and I have gone through so many afternoon baseball games. Even our boss, Howard, came in. He's like, is this game going fast? Is there something? Yes. A two-hour and 15-minute baseball game for afternoon coverage. You know what's going fast? When the Boston Red Sox post-game show was like, all right, speed it up. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get off the air as fast as the B. We were so used to another team sitting down, putting their feet up. Oh, does anyone want to hear about my family tree here in the post-game show? This, this we thing I, I do want to address real quick. Um, Tommy Corporate is the program director of Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. And uh, he told me that I could get out of here uh, and then called me to do more show. Um, so, like, <laughs> we is an interesting term, sir. Um, I was not prepared for 215. I'll I get take, that. I'll I get take that. the L. All right. Usually it's 245 or three on an afternooner. Well, it's just, and it's just stunk. So they, they, the, the Red Sox lose six, nothing. Uh, Mets didn't have a game. Thank God. Cause they would have lost two. uh, Yankees. That was my, my play of the day, which I didn't even think I was going to have to do. I thought I, I thought I skated out. I wasn't going to have one. I thought the Yankees were a good play. They lose 10, two. They're lucky to get 10 to get two. <laughs> Isaiah Conner Falefa has now pitched the the utility infielder, occasional outfielder, the utility player for the New York Yankees has pitched in three games this season. Okay? He is, he's pitched in three games. The team has played so poorly at least three times where they went, we don't want to use up a bullpen arm anymore. Let's take the guy who can play middle infield in a couple of their positions. Let's let him pitch. Oh, and by the way, Yesterday, ICAF was the first New York Yankee since Lindy McDaniel in 1972 to hit a home run as a pitcher for the Yankees. Oh, yes. I remember Lindy. Absolutely remember Lindy. Like, dude, that's like <laughs> Brian Hoke. This, is a, this had strong consideration for post today. It didn't get it. I'll give you that coming up in, in the next break. Uh, Brian Hoke had strong <laughs> ICAF grew up wanting to be Jeter. And it turns out he's Shohei Otani. <laughs> uh, yeah, just just terrible. Like baseball stunk. So like uh, tonight, 
hopefully things things turn around a little bit. We'll have our play of the day coming up a little bit later a, as well. I have to ask you one question about the Yankees, little okay. Mac. I know they're not playing well. No, you you figured that out on your own, did you? Oh no. <laughs> but double down here. Ask you, which should not be a hard question. And Yankee fan, please, you can always let us know. Social media, all these other different places. Who's playing well for the Yankees right now? Garrett um, Cole doesn't count. Well, that's that's one. Um, I, yeah, I give it to ICAF. He's doing whatever they need him to do. Um, let me run through the list of people who aren't doing well. DJ yeah. LeMahieu's still not hitting. Correct. Josh Donaldson is done. It's He's a wrap. Garbage. The career garbage. is over. Uh, Aaron Hicks doesn't play for the Yankees anymore, so that one doesn't count either. Yep. Judge and Stanton aren't healthy. Tommy Canley's look good out of the pen. The bullpens look pretty solid for the most part. Uh, Harrison Bader's coming back from an injury within this month. Think about that. I'm running through all the offensive players for the Yankees, and you and I on this Friday show are struggling to figure out who's playing well, not named IKF. Not like three people, and like even one. Well, I mean, even IKF, it's not like, you know, it's not like you're looking at him going, nice. He's, he's really blowing me away. He's been, they're playing so poorly. He's asked to do things he doesn't do, which you have to respect him for being able to do it. Like I'm thinking about like, I've seen Johnny Damon, Wade Boggs pitch, stuff like that. IKF is that guy now. Like, but you, you don't expect to see that more than once a year. Like every once in a while you, you throw the stinker out there, yeah. right? You have such a bad <laughs> night. Doesn't matter what you do. Why not even, why waste Tommy Canley's arm? Why waste any of the, why, you know, any of these guys arm? Hey, which one of you guys can throw it over the plate? All right, I can have come on out. like, but three times in one season. Come on, dude. Yeah, even even not, we ain't halfway through the year as far as like we ain't at the All Star break yet. Not even like well, I did frame that wrong about ICAF playing right. well. It's more like thank you, exceeding expectations. Right. It's like it's like a meal that came out from a restaurant. It's not the best, but it's better than that person's over there. Thank right. you for at least bringing me something that I right. can eat. That's what you did, ICAF. Because right now everybody's bad. Every single offensive player for the Yankees over this week plus is yeah, not nobody, playing well. Nobody's excelling. Well. And that's what you see with this team is when Aaron Judge isn't there, they score two less runs. Like when he comes back, if he comes back, um, I think you'll see everybody start to tick up a little bit. But like even Calhoun, Calhoun was playing pretty well. Now he's on the IL. You know, it's, it's, I'm not even, I'm not going to harp on it. It was a stinker. They won a couple games before that. Throw the stinker out. See if they can get, you know, right the ship against the Rangers tonight. I'm pretty sure that game will have something to do with my play of the day. Um, I'm loving this nerd fight. Like I am, it's Fox Sports Radio 95.9980. I don't know that there is a physical altercation I want to see more than Elon Musk versus Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Nerds! Nice! Yeah. Nerd! Dude, I mean, Zuckerberg has like been training, right? So he looks... And I know you don't believe it. You think like like he paid people. Off. He won a couple. He won a couple belts. He won some tournaments, stuff like that. He's he's looked pretty good. Like he obviously is training. He's taking it seriously. Thirty nine years old. He's going out there trying to get get it get it done. Get some fights going. Well, apparently, is it Meta? Is that the yes? Is that the company. So Facebook Meta is a, is working towards launching a Twitter of their own. So like a, a, a something that like a format that'll be close enough that you won't want to use Twitter anymore. Well, Elon Musk has then gone to the interwebs and challenged Mark Zuckerberg to a fight. Um, <laughs> Zuckerberg fires back, send location, which 
is um, Khabib, Khabib Hermagomedov's like way of like whenever anybody challenged him, that's what he would send out. <laughs> so you start thinking, you're like, all right, well, it's not really going to happen. It's not serious. Dana White's now involved. Dana White got involved. Dana I didn't White, see this. Dana White's now involved because Elon Musk fired something back about Vegas, whatever. So Dana White is attempting to make this fight happen. And if it does, I will watch. I will stop what I'm doing. You can put this <laughs> against anything else, and I will watch it. I have to see. And this is this is the tale of the tape. Zuckerberg, 39 years old, 5'7". He's, uh, he's been using Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He's been training. Musk, 51 years old, 6'1", uh, karate, taekwondo, judo. Uh, Zuckerberg worth just over a hundred bill <laughs> and Musk almost 246 bill is, is that's, that's the tail of the tape. But the problem they're running into is Elon Musk is so much heavier and larger than Zuckerberg. The old catch weight. We're going to have to go out of here, right? Not a decided weight. The old catch weight right. somewhere in between. All right. So we got to go with like, it's the reported weights. So Musk is reportedly between 185 and 200, and um, Zuck, the Zuck himself is about 155. I believe that Zuckerberg is lying. He's probably 140 because he looks tiny, and I believe that Musk is lying. He's like 215, 220. So they got to get, like, how close do you have to get through a catch weight? You you can play with whatever you want for that. A lot of the Paul brothers do the catch weight stuff so they can just fight the celebrity. So they made that more popular than boxing in the UFC, which is a frightening thought out loud. It's it's weird because I feel I feel like Zuckerberg's probably the better fighter, he's younger, whatever. But Musk is so big that if he does know how to do anything, he's gonna he's gonna win this fight. I'm missing something though. What was the why? Why do you want to see these two fight? Just because they're such dorks and it's gonna be like, like a slap fight to feel like we're gonna feel better about ourselves because these two are billionaires and we could definitely kick their butts. Yeah, I would win either one of these fights. Right. Um, I yeah, there's a lot of reasons I need this in my life. I need this. Because <laughs> think about this, like historically speaking, right? Gladiators, you know the the arena. It was always you know the poor would fight for the entertainment of the rich. Are you not entertained? Right now, let's get these two, like harbingers of darkness, who have brought us social media at the largest level ever which is the worst thing that's ever happened to the human race. Let's let them beat the hell out of each other. Let's watch it. Let's have it be a thing. And I don't, I don't, I, I don't want this to be an exhibition. I want it sanctioned. I want it. I want it to be a real fight. <laughs> I don't care. They can wear shirts. I, you know, obviously Musk is going to wear a shirt. He's not going to not wear a shirt, wear shirts, but I want it. I want a sanctioned fight. I want them to have rankings in the world of mixed martial arts when this is over really bad ones, but I want them to have rankings. <laughs> Here's why I don't want to see this. I don't have. You don't some, know what's awesome. No, I don't have something to root for. Yeah, you do. Who? The canvas, the cage, <laughs> everything else. Who? I would probably. It's it's sad. I think I'm more of a Elon Musk guy than a Mark Zuckerberg guy. I don't have either one to root for. Even though the, I hate Twitter more than I hate Facebook. You, the UFC and boxing. You were just saying about how there's great stories behind most of these trained professional fighters. They're doing it because it was their only outlet in life. They're fighting for fame and glory, 
that this was the only means to make a living. Some people's families were boxers and they fought with bare knuckles. Like there's always cool. They're my favorite stories of any athlete. It's a fighter. That's why they're the great movies are about boxers and MMA artists. That's why it's great. I don't. So let's, let's say Zuckerberg gets choked out by big man, Elon Musk. Yeah. Cause his move is called the walrus. He lays on top of you with all his weight. He says it's called the walrus. When I hear, I almost texted you this yesterday. Is he still with us? Big country, Nelson. I always think of yeah, big country. I think, so. I think of big country Nelson in one of the original Ultimate Fighter uh, seasons when he just laid on the Lake Kimbo slice. Well, the beauty of 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 big country Nelson was he actually could fight. He moved way better than you expected because he had a big old beer belly, and then he he would go out there and he'd like circle the ring, and get good cardio. Well, until the end, and then he just whatever. But of his career, not his life. But like, no, you don't think this should be awesome? I think it would be the greatest fight ever. I have to see this. I don't want to see two little nerds fighting. I'm good. Well, uh, Elon's not little. What about what about a little and a medium-sized nerd? Come on. Loser gets swirlied. If you know what you're getting into, if your mindset is going into the fight, I can beat both of these people up. Then I will allow anybody to spend money. I feel like we've already spent enough money on Twitter and Facebook. You know Zuckerberg's thinking about charging people on Facebook. Everyone's... Mom, aunt, and uncle are like, oh, yeah, I'd I can't get off Facebook. You know Zuckerberg's waiting. Elon Musk already tried pulling it, the blue check mark. Everybody bounced, but there's blue check marks bouncing around there on the Twitterverse still. Uh, I would say no, although the Dana White thing does make it funny because I know Dana would hype this thing up and people would buy tickets and everything else. I, I find it hilarious that Dana White wants to be involved. John Jones is going to like train, I think, Zuckerberg. Or one of, like, like Dudes are coming out to train them now. This is going to be awesome, man. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Mark my words, everyone. Um, God still owes me a 30 rack from the last oh, bet we had, which crap. we forgot, obviously. Forgot that. I'll double or nothing that you have. You will be forced after. The, if this fight ever happens, you'll be forced to come on the show afterwards and be like, that was fun. That was good. I enjoyed it. Right. I, I, you'll do it, too. I'm willing to take that bet. I'm still, right. still going to give you your 30, though. I mean, I'm never going to get it. So no, you will. Like, what is it, like two I years now? I forgot it. What is it, like two years now? It's not two years. It's like it's two years. Five months. Wow, it's a long time. Um, all right, so coming up, we'll do your um, your social media post today. Thanks to the Integrative Sleep Center. Um, we got more garbage out of out of the empire. We have, but we have some really good news for for somebody in the capital region, uh, sports icon, if you will. A lot of stuff still to come in today's show. But right now, I want to tell you that if you are looking for a vehicle, you need to get your butt over to Mohawk Chevrolet in Boston Spa. I love, 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 love. Mohawk Chevrolet. So here's the deal. It is one of the most state-of-the-art, beautiful dealerships you're ever going to see. They have they have a path for you to walk. They have Adirondack chairs to relax in while you're getting stuff done on your vehicle or you're waiting for the deal to come through or whatever, which you usually don't wait very long at all. But it's all there for you to enjoy and relax while the amazing team over at Mohawk Chevrolet is getting you into the vehicle you love. The selection there is phenomenal. The Silverados, the Equinox, the Traverse, Things that other dealerships are waiting on, they have a surplus of at Mohawk Chevrolet. And don't forget about Car Bravo. Now, here's your opportunity to buy any make, model, year, whatever it is. Me, I'm a big, I love the standard. I'm, I keep looking for a manual transmission vehicle, and they're hard to find nowadays. So I go on Car Bravo, and I, I find them, and I, and I, you know, I think about having a second vehicle, but I love my, my Silverado so much right now. There's no need for a second vehicle. But the Car Bravo gives you the opportunity to buy any make, model, 
whatever it is, 126-point inspection. You can do it from home, on the computer, on your phone. You can go to Mohawk Chevrolet and do it. Car Bravo lets you buy anything, and then it's backed by Mohawk Chevrolet. So find new roads to Car Bravo at Mohawk Chevrolet, where they always go out of their way to please you. It is Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980 LeVac Goss. Drowning in IRS debt? If you can't afford to pay your IRS debt due to economic hardship, you can now be free of IRS collection efforts by taking advantage of a special IRS tax hardship program. This program allows Americans who owe the IRS to resolve their delinquent tax debt once and for all. In some cases, maybe even reducing what you owe significantly. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Simply dial 800-305-6173. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back or have years of unfiled tax returns, help is standing by. Just call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-305-6173 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your social security check. Call 800-305-6173 to see if you qualify. That's 800-305-6173. College of St. Rose men's basketball coach Brian Bury is the longest-running camp director in the Capital District. Coach Bury runs his award-winning basketball camps at the -the state-of-the-art campus of Rensselaer High School. Fun and fundamentals. The full day of basketball programs runs from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. with early drop-off and late pickup available for children ages 7 to 17. Choose between one of two weeks or come to both. July 24th to 28th and July 31st to August 4th. BrianBuryBasketballCamp.com. 518-461-6132. Above and Beyond Fire Safety Security reminds you on this 4th of July, remember the troops throughout our nation's history who defended our freedom and liberties. Freedom is never free. Some made the ultimate sacrifice. They gave you and me a free and independent America. Take a few minutes while enjoying your 4th of July holiday and silently thank these veterans. Happy 4th of July from Above and Beyond Fire Safety, helping you stay safe. For all your fire protection needs from extinguishers to sprinklers and alarms, we have you covered. Is your check engine light on? Let our professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands. At up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face to face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, slash joy. That's slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Waterwheel Village reminds you that June is National Dairy Month. Time to salute New York's dairy farm families for their contributions to the community. Through their hard work, folks are able to enjoy cheese and their favorite ice cream. Whenever you enjoy a dairy product, think about the people who brought it to you. Waterwheel Village, 2259 Route 29 in Galway. Visit their historic country store and enjoy aged cheddar cheese and nostalgic candy. Open 930 to 5, closed Mondays, 518. 882-9576 waterwheelvillage.com
GeForce Restoration. For expedient service, go to GeForceRestore.com. In today's market, homes are selling fast. Get that mold in your attic or basement removed fast and effectively by GeForce. Have an emergency? We provide flood cleanup and disinfection services for your home or business. Consider it done. Call 518 229 For expedient service, go to GeForceRestore.com. If you're hiring, it can feel like trying to find a needle in a haystack. You can hope the right person comes along, or you can just use ZipRecruiter. Like Marco, president of operations at Telly Tires and Auto Centers. ZipRecruiter helps me find all the right people, even the most difficult jobs to fill. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Now try ZipRecruiter free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash F-R-E-E. It's LeVac and Gaz on 95.9 Fox Sports Radio. I got I to gotta do this one. I was so I was so excited when I saw this. It's a uh, We're going to do the social media post of the day. Thanks to our friends at the Integrative Sleep Center in Balsa Spa with Dr. Fred Dreer. Help me sleep better. Help you sleep better too. 518-885-6185. Um, I'm giving this one to uh, Matt Bathrick, who's a friend of mine on Facebook. Um, his, his text was just what, but it was, he posted a sign that is out in front of the Rip Van Winkle bridge that says, quote, caution, Falcon is very aggressive today. <laughs> so, which led me to start doing research. Cause I'm like, wait, what is, what is this? Like, how does this come to pass? So a couple years ago, there was a big deal that on the Rip Van Winkle bridge, uh, some peregrine falcon eggs hatched. Apparently, w- at least one of those falcons has taken ownership of this bridge and for the last couple days has been ticked off and has been attacking, swooping down, attacking people, working it and walking across the side on the sky bridge part. So there's a there is a literal peregrine falcon warning at the Rip Van Winkle Bridge in Catskill, New York. I thought that was fake, but it is real. I had, oh, yeah. It's one of these stories on your phone. You double and triple check. Like, let me make sure it's not fake. Let me make sure a falcon is now officially gone full Disney mode and is villainous right now. Right. I was say, right. not the Disney. villain. Yeah, this is, this is at least Pixar. It's attacking. So I then took his picture, tweeted it out to Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon in the Marvel movies. And, and asked if somebody just gave a bad review in Catskill, and that's why he was so angry. Better get his, his act together. If he doesn't reply to me, I'm gonna. I'm, I don't know if I'm gonna go see the new Captain America movie. I don't know <laughs> if I can do it. But I thought that was a great one from him. Like I'm like sitting there. I'm like I literally started reading up on the 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 Falcon that lives on the Rip Van Winkle Bridge in Catskill, New York. Like how cool is that? <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's uh, really cool. Um, let's do you. You want to share this one? A, a um, friend of the show? Well, you know what? I, I, I hate you want to save I, it for the top four? I have to. Our clock's a little weird today because of some stuff that went with the Red Sox yesterday. That our clock's a little different. So let's save that one for the top four. Okay. four. I know you're a little fired up about something that's happened with the former. Do we call him the former owner of the Albany Empire, Antonio Brown? Is he still? Uh, you know what? Let's just say Antonio Brown. What's up with Antonio Brown now? Technically, he's currently the owner. Technically, just because he doesn't have a league to play in or players to play or he owns the team but yeah um he gave mike that dollar no i don't know if he's ever actually given the dollar to be honest with you. that's a shock if he did he'd take it back um so the reports are now 
Mo Leggett, the last head coach of the Albany Empire, has reported that the players who were who were paid for the last game got their direct deposit like you're supposed to, and then got it pulled back out. So I happen to know that the team pays their payroll through paychecks because I set it up um, <laughs> years ago. Yeah. It worked fine. worked great. Actually, Mike Corda insisted on it. He wanted it to run flawlessly, and it did for a very long time. Uh, this is something that you can do. Usually you have to have like a really good reason for it. So like the very first payroll we ran, I ran as the team president with paychecks, which would, would have been early in, um, 22. Cause like before that, I, I, we had other people running it and we were doing whatever. Um, a couple of the guys when they put their paperwork in fudged a digit, you know, so their bank, so, so they didn't get paid. There was like, I think it was like four or five guys who didn't get their, ch- their direct deposit when everybody else did. So, while we're on the road, I think we were in, I think we we're in Jacksonville. We, this is going on and credit the people who work at paychecks. We figured out exactly what happened. Takes a little time to process stuff, but we were able to pull the money back from the accounts it went to. So you can do it. You have to have a reason and they'll do it. I would love to know what the reason Antonio Brown or his accountant, Alex Gunneris, um, out of Florida, Alex G U N A R. Is if you were looking for a name for a lawsuit, uh, I'd love to know what reason they gave to remove all the payments. This is illegal. You you entered a binding contract with these players. They did their job. You paid them, and then you went psych, not so fast, and pulled it back. There's been a lot, a lot of reasons and moments of okay, a lawsuit could be on the way. Okay, someone should be really furious about what's happened. Anybody. From sponsors to local businesses to fans, this one I, I can't. I don't even want to make the list. This is the most obvious of we're coming to get our money. Of I'm a player on the Empire. I'm a coach on the Empire. You paid me. It was in my bank account. I showed up, pulled up the app. My money's now been taken out. Like just screenshot a picture of this one and being yeah. like, guys, yeah, you took my money out. What right. is going on? Because if you took out that much money. Let's say it's a month worth. Let's say it's three games worth. This is the one. If you've been waiting for a moment of, well, uh-oh, something's about to go down, this is 1A on the lawsuit, it seems. I got paid. They took my money out. I have no reason as to why they took it out. Please tell me I'm getting my money. I, and here's here's the, here's the best, air quote, part of it. My dealings with the company that is Paychecks, who handles the payroll for the team, when they realize that they've been, you know, bamboozled into this, they are going to work very closely with the people who got the money taken away from them to make sure it's righted. Because you don't get the reputation paychecks has had by allowing this kind of stuff to happen. So this is good. I mean, this is just the, the latest of, of all the nonsense. It's just, I can't imagine, like, this is legitimately like a horror story, right? Every time you think it's over, he jumps out of the bushes one more time. Like, why would anyone ever play for him, work for him, any of those things again? And I know, I know, I see it. Everybody, no matter how many times you explain it, uh, well, you, well, you let him, you let him buy the team. Yep, yep. I was part of the group that let him buy the team. You are correct. 
you don't, uh, no matter how many times I explain the scenario, the situation, the, the amount of people who in the know understand how these things work and told us it was the right thing to do, uh, we still get that. Uh, okay, fine. I'm a moron. I'm going to blame me instead of going after this scumbag who continues to rob from the players, the sponsors, the community, all that stuff. Let's let's focus on that. So the next time you feel the urge, well, why'd you let him in? You knew it was going to happen. No. Why don't you Why don't you eat that or stick it wherever you want and then think about who you should be really going after right now? The man who, I'm, I should say allegedly because I don't have all of it, allegedly finally paid players just to remove the money from the account in the dark of night. Do that. Why, why not get mad at that guy? Why don't we keep our anger focused on on the, the scumbag thief? I think that'd be the best way to go. I personally have lost enough sleep over this, okay? No more for me. Thanks to my good friend, Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. I was talking to Lori Ann in the office the other day. She's doing good. Everybody's humming right along. People are calling up, set up appointments, and they're on their way to sleeping better. This is the process. It's this easy. You call the Integrative Sleep Center. You set up an appointment. You go in there. You talk real quick. They send you home with what you need for the at-home sleep study. Me, I would never sleep in a lab. So the fact that they do it at home, brilliant. You're getting real data. This is what this is what I really sleep like. It used to be terrible. If you're like me, really loud snoring, really terrible sleep apnea, you get a custom-made mouthpiece built for yourself, taken care of. You put that in, keeps your airway open, you're sleeping better. Lorianne will work with the insurance companies to get you the best coverage that you can possibly get based on what you have. And the crew over at the Integrative Sleep Center will make sure that you are sleeping better. That's how it worked for me. That's how it can work for you. Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. 518-885-6185. They're helping me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Top four at four coming up next right here at Fox Sports Radio 95.9 and 980. I tried to sneak it in there a second time. This is the top <laughs> four at four. Mohawk Honda. Nice try. Home title guy. Uh, I like this story about Rob Manfred. The Oakland A's get way too much love on this show, but their story is intriguing to me. Rob Manfred said this about the Ace fan protest, quote, it lags behind decades worth of inaction. Rob Manfred <laughs> saw it on average Major League Baseball crowd that went over the Rays way back on June 13th. I can dive deeper to Manfred's comments, but let's play the headline game here. We kind of get it. And Levesque, I think you and Rob Manfred are on the same page here. Well, it, you know, the, <laughs> I don't think we are. Okay. And I'll tell you why I don't think we are. Because Rob Manfred is is tough talking and trashing the fans. I think the protest itself was, I thought it was a failure simply because all you did was give money to the people that you hate. I hate the A's ownership because I think they have played this situation so poorly. That's why this is happening to the fans. So Manfred out there, like just completely going, you know, full Disney villain. And blaming the fans for their organization sucking is hysterical to me. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Boom, Manfred, you stink. We hate you. The worst. Yeah, point. All right, go to your. Gadella is over here going, I didn't do this. Like, <laughs> you guys shoot up to the team games and you want to. What, what do you want me to do, Ace fans? <laughs> Say how good you are, and that, but you're not going to the. Right. It is a weird spot. Uh, story number three here involves Major League Baseball action tonight and this weekend. The Yankees host the Texas Rangers, 705 first pitch for that one. New York Mets fans, you're heading for another series against an NL East foe. That's the Philadelphia Phillies. Another 705 start there. And 
right here on your home for Red Sox baseball, 95-9 and 9-80. The Red Sox started series with the White Sox. It's 8-10 coverage in that one. Oh. You, you okay? No, I'm all right now. Uh, Mets, Phillies, Yankees, Rangers, Red Sox, White Sox. Of those three series. Fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Which one is the most important for the uh, New York slash Boston team? I, you know what, man? I I got one. Go ahead. You go first. I think it's Yankees-Rangers. I agree with you, but I didn't want to sound like a homer again. It's Yankees-Rangers because the Rangers are good. Yeah. Like, if you asked me the same question in mid-May, I would have told you Phillies-Mets for the battle of the NL champion from last season. I would have looked at the matchup with Boston and thought, ah, the White Sox should be good, but they really have never been as good as they had hoped when that team was aggressive. Boston's probably going to be in last place. Texas is good. They were yeah. aggressive in the offseason. They don't have Jacob DeGrom. And now Rangers versus Yankees. I know the Yankees may not get hyped up for as much as a Ranger series. If you're a Ranger fan, it's been a minute. It's been a while. A minute, I guess, should be a different phrase. But that's what they say out in the streets. I got you. It's, yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. Since the Rangers had a really, we care about this series. It feels like that for Texas fans. You start beating up on the Yankees in this one, Texas can start saying, we think we're the team to beat now in the American League and not the Rays. Plus, if you're the Yankees, you can hang with the Rangers. You know, all this talk of, well, the American League East is so tough. We really don't know how good these teams are. You can, hey, look, we really are that good. We just we hung with the Rangers, who are one of the best, who aren't here. So, yeah, it, I will go with you on, on that one. I agree. Let's move on to story number two. The Buffalo Bills have extended their head coach, Sean McDermott and their general manager, Brandon Bean, through the 2027 season. Seven seasons together already, heading into 2023. Man, that makes me feel old. Four AFC East Division titles, four straight playoff appearances, Bean, 46, Sean McDermott, 49. Levesque, it's weird because you and I, what was it, about a week ago, talked about what's the new expectation in Buffalo or Bills fans and Bills management reconsidering how they view the tandem of McDermott and Bean? The answer looks like no, with the future going squarely towards these two of where the Bills franchise can be until 2027. Two ways for you to look at this one, right? You can look at it basically the way you just did. There's people out there questioning whether or not the organization believes that Bean and McDermott are the ones to take them forward. There's been some weird little things that have happened you know, Leslie Frazier to go ahead and take a time a, a year off was weird. Um, this this dig situation is weird. There's there were some some cracks that were reported in the foundation of this. Well, you go out, you give these guys an extension. Hey, there's no cracks here, buddy. Those are our guys, and those are our guys for a lot longer. Yeah. Or or hey, everybody shut up. Look what we did. So what if we have to pay them a lecture? No big deal. I, I, you know, I almost jumped the gun. I knew yeah. it was the first one. It yeah. felt like the first one. The only reason that I'm kind of considering something different is it's the NFL. It feels like contracts in the NFL aren't a thing sometimes. Like, no, no, no. Wait, hang on. I thought they gave that running back right. a two-year deal. Yeah, but they just cut him. That, that's not how contracts work. Well, it's not a guaranteed contract. Wait, I thought right. they just had this a four-year contract for a head coach. They fired him after two. Well, that's not how that works. You would think because of moving the cap and salary and not wanting to... There are reasons, a lot of reasons why. You never want to move away from McDermott and Bean. I just know this, and it felt like you and I were having the same vibe on this. There is going to be a point where people are going to look at McDermott and Bean and say, 
you have to beat the Chiefs and you have to beat the Bengals. And even that second one, I think some Bills fans want to pause on and be like, no, 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 we're better than Cincinnati. Mm. Like, like we know why we're not as good as Kansas City. Kansas City's beating us. Kansas City's winning Super Bowls. But we're better than Cincy. Are you? Are you? Because Cincinnati's won an AFC title. Cincinnati's beaten you guys at a playoff game. You've got two teams you've got to jump. Oh, did I mention your division got a lot better in 2023? Aaron yep. Rodgers on the Jets. Miami, better than last season. And the Patriots, as much as I always think their roster doesn't look good, they always find ways to win with Belichick. Can you, can you imagine that you're like the boogeyman for you right now is is the quarterback who's out trying to get psychedelic drugs legalized? <laughs> That's where Aaron Rodgers has been lately, guys. Just so we're clear. Yeah. Give those. He's talking about his chakras and aligning and expanding his horizons mentally. And you're over there going, I hope he doesn't throw 50 touchdowns. And he's like... I am a touchdown. <laughs> Story number one with the Bills extension, with the NBA draft, the Major League Baseball, never would have predicted this to be story number one. It is the former U Albany men's basketball coach and Albany Patroons head coach, Will Brown, has been named today the head basketball coach of the Division II, the College of St. Rose women's basketball program. Of course, Coach Brown. Formerly a coach at the College of St. Rose, an assistant for three seasons, head coach of Sullivan Community College, going on to UAlbany. I just gave you some other credentials as well. LeVac, this caught me off guard. Mark Singlace, who covers a lot of local sports, was joking on Twitter that there's no way it's going to be Coach Will Brown. Sure enough, yeah. it is. Two parts here. How shocked were you, and what do you think the future is for the program? It hit me like it was like a double shock. It was like, oh, that's cool. You know, St. Rose, I, it makes a lot of sense. I know he... He loves the area. He is allowed to move. I'm friends with his wife. I'm friends with him. His wife does not tell him he has to stay here. She'd be very mad if somebody thought that was the case. She's yelled at me for joking about it. Um, I think it's I think it's like, you know, going back home. So it's like, oh, that's cool. And then I saw the women's part. I was like, what? <laughs> but the more I thought about it, the more that I've been able to, like, read, like, tweets and everything from Will Brown, you know, while he's been out of the college game and even after the Patroons coach, He's very focused on X's and O's right now. Like, he's very focused on on the strategy of why you do what you do. And I don't think I'm – I don't think I'm saying anything too crazy when I say I feel like strategy, X's and O's, goes a lot more into the women's game than it does in the men's game. Because sooner or later with the men's game, let me dunk. Let me go. Let me just slash. Let me do this. Let me do that. Where the women's game, you, you know, there, there seems to be more – adherence to a good a good game plan coach brown is 51 years old that's still relatively speaking young for yeah. a coach like in the coaching profession 51 is not old at all i bring that up because he had a what 20 plus year career coaching yeah successful ncaa tournament appearances he's not at a point where his career where he can just retire i mean if he wants to he's oh, made he enough could, yeah. right right he's yeah. made enough he's a coach yeah. a coach who wants to coach Yep. There are certain occupations. If you're a teacher, you might always want to teach. No matter how old you are, you're a teacher, you want to go out and teach. You and I are sports broadcasters, radio hosts, personalities. Maybe we always want to do this. There's people who do this in their mid-80s. Broadcasters yeah. just never want That's their job. I bet if you ask them, Coach Brown's like, 
I want to coach. Yeah. I don't want to retire. I asked and him. He did. There you go. <laughs> he said that. There you go. <laughs> and whether it's men, whether it's women, whether it's Division One, whether it's Division Two, a coach wants to coach, and he wants to give this an opportunity. And who knows what the future is? Maybe he loves this. Maybe he's like, you know what? Women's yeah. basketball is great. I want to do this for the future. I want to build my alma mater. I want to build St. Rose. I want to look at this and say it all comes together. This would be great. Be fantastic. Uh, he, I should rephrase that. Started his coaching career at St. Rose. Didn't play at St. Rose. Dowling College. Oh, okay. Right. I thought, actually, I I heard you say coaching. I didn't hear you say play. Right. So, so uh, that's just, all right. There are some rumors floating. Again, no big J journalism here. There are some rumors floating around that, hey, Brian Bury is now back as the men's basketball coach. Maybe at some point, Coach Bury is going to slide. That's been rumored. Yeah. Maybe that happens, but I think there's still going to be some challenges, even though he's a coach coaching. It's a whole different game. Yeah. D2 versus D1 recruiting. Uh, is an athlete different now at the college game in 2023 than it was in 2019, pre-COVID, post-COVID? There's a lot that has happened. that I think Coach Brown's going to find challenging, but also maybe exciting. Which is probably why he's doing it. He's not the kind of guy to walk away from a challenge. We know that all, all the way around. I'm excited to see how, how it comes together. I'll... I'll put it flat out like this. Great hire for St. Rose because I can count on zero hands how many St. Rose women's basketball games I've paid attention to in the past. I'm going to watch. I'm going to see how they turn out this year. I'm going to get in trouble for this comment. I know we're right up against the clock here, too. Of I wonder how you Albany feels about this today. Because I can't make an argument why you Albany feels like they made a better decision post Will Brown. Um, pass. I'm yeah, a, something's wrong with my pass. mic, too. You said I'm something. A, what'd you say I'm there about pass. USX pest control? Is that what you said? I now did. the clock ticks away. Go ahead. I did. That's odd. I, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just going to say, I was like, wow, God's good point bringing up USX pest control and the fact that they're part of the Gagne family of brands who, you know, brought us cat's eye pest control back in the day. Who um, I was I was actually over, believe it or not, during my journeys today, I also was over at the headquarters of USX Pest Control. You are a busy man. You're all I over was the place. everywhere today. And I looked over in the very back corner. There was like a cat's eye vehicle because the Gagne family of brands brought us cat's eye. Now it's become, so it's part of the transition over. So it's USX Pest Control. And you get a free inspection scheduled by going to usxpest.com. Get that done. And then just like Gaz and I, you'll have the peace of mind. I have the non-chemical exclusion package. So they sealed up the house. So critters and rodents and everything can't get in and then they spray the yard for ticks and mosquitoes it's beautiful usxpest.com Slovak guys fox sports radio 95.9 and 980 she's moving to georgia jada's podiatry clinic's top nurse quit leaving her business it's Slovak and gaz on the voice of the capital region sports fan fox sports 95.9 and 980 oh look funky you know Ooh, yeah. some riffs Getting the riffs out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Friday. Um, I hope someone imagines you and I are playing it right now. This isn't music. This is Levac and I with whatever instrument that is playing it. <laughs> all I can think of is about to be like, dude, I can't play the guitar because of like all how bad I've messed my fingers up. Like, you know, various, some sports, some just stupid stuff. But like, all I can picture now is uh, Delia from the Live on Location crew when she saw how messed up the pinky on my. Uh, right hand is her face was like like it, i disgusted her because i didn't have a knuckle i don't <laughs> oh, have a knuckle you freak yeah ah! like what like if i knew her better i'd be like okay now put your put your hand here and you can feel like it's it's like a question mark the way that bone goes 
Um, Should I have known that was a guitar? Yeah. It couldn't have been a banjo? Uh, no, banjos have more of a... Um, more of a plucky, like stringy sound to him. It couldn't have been like a bear blowing into a jar and hitting the side of it or something. No, that's a jug, and that's a, it'd be more of a thing. All right. I mean, if you told me you're gonna do that, I would have brought uh, I would have brought glass bottles today. Um, <clears throat> did you see what happened? You were in you were in your little little booth, and I went I walked out, and it's like official now. Like I've had a lot of people come and talk to me about working here now, and they made me show them I am who I am. Yeah! Yeah. All right. Like, like four different people have asked me for my social. I've given it to all of them, so I'm sure there's some accounts made in my name that that shouldn't be. Um, but like, I saw Howard, the market president. <clears throat> I go, Howard, is it? Can I grab a desk? Like, I just because I can leave my headphones here. I can do some stuff. He goes, Yeah. I go, You don't care which one? He goes, No. So I go running into his office. <laughs> He does not blink. This dude looks at me and goes, you take that desk, you take all the responsibilities that go with it. I'm like, well, they ain't going to get done, but I'll take them. Bring them up. I can throw things away as good as the next person. Let's have at it. For those who are joining us for the first time here at the end of, is this the final June show? No, yeah, next week, final yeah. Friday, June show. Two months. Uh, yeah, well, there it is. LeVac, I think to describe your two-month tenure here at iHeart and Fox Sports 95.9980, you've had an interesting two to three months, especially with your past situation involved the Albany Empire. Things have been a, let's call it a flowing situation, and yeah. we appreciate all the sponsors and partners who are part of our show. Yep. You had an interesting 90 days, let's call it. Well, yeah. Ever but, evolving. But it's funny because when this all started, I was asked if I would, if I'd be willing to take a leap of faith because they, you got, iHeart wasn't hiring. And you were like, no, we need LeVac. And you pushed it. And, and thank you for that. You fought to get me in here. Um, you know, Alan Green and the sales staff fought to get me in here. The other guys were like, whatever, we'll deal with it. We'll get with it. And th- now they're making money, so they love us. Um, <laughs> but, like, I was asked to take a leap of faith. And, and I thought leap of faith was going to be, we're going to pay you less than you're worth in the beginning. And I said, you know what? That's not really, I'm not, I'm not feeling very faithy at the moment. <laughs> but I'll give it a run. I didn't know it would be work for free for two months. I didn't know I, didn't know I was going to be a dirty little secret. That's not. Corporate doesn't even know I'm here. Not. Who's <laughs> watching this thing? We right. can do whatever we want. I don't, I'm not wearing pants or underwear. Only the podcast audience. I'm, just, I'm in here Pooh Baron. I am Winnie the Pooh Baron in here right now. Just going to mark that 10-second <coughs> mark there. Podcast exclusive. <laughs> Please don't report us on air. It's going to be upset. There you um, go. There you go, on air people. I, go download the podcast on Apple Spotify. Cut this, that part out. This is not my fault, okay? I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I've been frustrated with this last night. As, as we stated earlier, there are a few things I hate more than the NBA draft. I mean, you know, I and again, I just I'm I'm flustered because I hate I hate the NBA draft. I said it earlier. I explained why. I'm not going to get into it all over again. I don't want to repeat myself. If you didn't hear it, go back to hour one of the podcast. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> I think it is actually. Sorry, I didn't know I was angry at you. Your face actually yeah. looked. Usually, when you impersonate me. The face doesn't look like... Anyways, go on with your point. Apparently Sorry. I'm angry. Happy anniversary, Gosh. jerk. Um, so I'm more frustrated than normal because I knew that... I knew, obviously, the, the Knicks didn't have picks. They weren't going to be drafting. Okay, fine. Um, I had convinced myself that they were going to make a move. Like, you know, they they were... You know, basically, they're, they're out there. It's um, They're like the Taylor Swift of the NBA. They're rumored to be dating everyone 
like, oh, they're Pete Davidson and this one and that. But it's, you know, Paul George, it's Zion Williamson, it's all these things. And I'm thinking to myself, like, if you're going to pull off a, a big trade, it'll probably be draft night because maybe you'll work in another team. Maybe, get, you know, you, the yeah, the Knicks picks are for later seasons, but it's still like, you know, maybe if you're the team that wants those, you want to use them to move up this year, whatever. So I was, I convinced myself the Knicks were going to, we're going to do something of consequence last night. And, and, and they, they didn't at least, at least not by drafting players. Um, so that like, or trading for players. So that upset me. I convinced myself, but then they did make two signings. First things first. Uh, these are two way contracts. Guys, what the, I hate the NBA. What's a two-way contract? So, Buddy Beheim's a great example of this. Buddy Beheim last year post-draft signed a two-way contract with the Detroit Pistons. A two-way contract means the team owns your rights to have you play in both the G League and the NBA. Uh, okay, all right. For a cross-sport comparison, think about if a Major League Baseball player signed a two-way contract where they could bounce between AAA and the majors. It's so like a minor league deal, that, but in the way that the baseball world does it, I can bounce you back and forth so many times before I have to let you go or whatever. Exactly right. You know, 40-man rosters and waivers, all that stuff's involved. The NBA's two-way contract has a little bit more flexibility with that. Like, this is, if there was ever, if we ever needed more proof that Adam Silver's an alien, I mean, it's just that they have to, they can't do anything to just, like, easy. You know? Oh, you were drafted by the Warriors, but you're going to be traded to the Knicks, and they've already traded to the Hawks. But we're going to leave you up there as the Warriors, because if you're in a loud bar, you think that he's a Warrior player. I hate that so much, so much. Um, <laughs> and now two-way contracts. So the the two two-way contracts that that they signed, um, you know, I, I I love watching everybody tell me why these guys are like they're going to be they're going to be difference makers. They're going to be special. It's going to be this. It's going to be that. Blah, blah, blah. Jacob Toppin is an interesting two-way contract. The other guy, I don't, even want, I don't even want to talk about. But Jacob Toppin. Huh, Toppin, huh? Yeah, Obi Toppin's little brother, who played one year at Rhode Island and then the rest at Kentucky. He is now a member of the New York Knicks. He was signed a two-way deal after, after the draft. This is intriguing to me for a few reasons. Can like, I guess one? Yeah, if you, I love that, yeah. Because my eyes have tightened here, thinking about if I can smell this out. Is this... Your so- eyes tighten so you can smell? You're, you're an interesting what do you dude. Mean? People go like this when they smell, their eyes wide open. <laughs> nobody nobody smells like that, LeVac. I don't close my eyes to smell. I don't tighten my eyes. Wait a second. Yes, you do. No, I know. Most people like close their eyes. No, I leave my eyes open. No. I think it's weird if someone's eyes are wide open smelling something. Like they're anyways. You know what? I, back to your question that I was Jacob Toppin. Okay. That's where we're gonna start here. Jacob Toppin. Are you feeling the same thing that J.R. Smith did years ago with the Knicks? That Giannis Antetokounmpo did with the Bucks. Are you hinting at that Obi Toppin flexed some muscles and said, I want you to have my sibling in this franchise because I feel like I'm the future of the team? Because you could say that happened in Milwaukee. It felt like it definitely happened with J.R. Smith before. Is that what you're getting at here? Actually, far more dubious. Hmm. Because that would be, it kind of makes sense. You know, okay. We've seen him do it before. We've seen the Knicks go out and, and sign... Giannis's brothers, the Antetokounmpo guys, because they're like, well, I mean, he'll be a free agent. He'll come here and play with his brothers. Now that the audio is out of after game four against the Heat, where Obi Toppin is going after Tom Thibodeau, like 
you kind of felt like Obi or Dibs was going to be gone. And it felt like Obi was going to be gone. So, like, and those of you who haven't heard it yet, it's after game four against the Heat in the playoffs. And Obi, like, it's kind of, it's hard to hear it, whoever's, whoever's taping it. But Obi does, like, an A.O. Tibbs. And, you know, there's, you know, what the, what the F are you doing? What are you thinking? Like, questioning him. And he's like, I'm the coach. He's like, obviously you ain't. Like, Obi Toppin goes after Thibs. Like, he goes after him. Like, just, and it's, it's the kind of thing that, like, when it's in-house, maybe there's, like, some kind of punishment doled out. But once everybody hears about it, somebody got to go. Like, it's just, you can't have a player like Obi Toppin questioning your head coach. So you would expect like the front office would either suspend him or, 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 or offer to trade him or you know make him make him a, a, apologize publicly. I wouldn't expect him to go sign his little brother. <laughs> I wouldn't expect it. So for me, guys, the signing of Jacob Topping, Toppin is two twofold. One, it's Obi. If you want to leave, you can leave, but you're leaving your little brother here. And two, hey Tibbs, back off, Obi. We like him better than you. Boy, I want to sit with that second one first because there is an opportunity for Obi Toppin to at least expand his career. Like, it just hasn't worked out for New York. And I'm glad you offered up that heat, Nick's audio, because I will fully put both my hands up in the air. I've kind of pleaded the innocence of Obi Toppin. Like, no, 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 it's Tibbs' fault. Obi Toppin's way too good. Poor guy got robbed during COVID. He would have been the number one pick. He was a great story in that COVID draft for the Knicks. No, 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 this is all on Tibbs. All right, there is a little bit more perspective that Obi Toppin might be causing some issues. It does make sense that we think Toppin has a better future than Tibbs, so we're going to go with the younger talent than the coach. Because there is no other scenario that even makes sense to me. Because if he has a problem, Obi Toppin for the Knicks, they would never take his brother, ever, ever. Because even if his brother's the nicest kid ever, even if his brother will do whatever the coach asks, Hell, I thought you were going to say he's a cheaper version of Toppin. So because of the deals of a two-way versus a first-rounder, they're going to say, Obi's out, the other Toppin's in, he's going to take his spot. That's how cutthroat we're going to be here in New York. But I don't think, it's not like they don't talk. No, it's not like Obi Toppin's just like, you would never guess what's happening in New York. right? No, no, they have to have a relationship. So I would think that if the other Toppin's coming in, it is more than just basketball. It is, we think these guys can be the future. We think they're going to work together. Hell, maybe the idea of the other top and being there is we need you to get in your brother's ear and be the middle net between him and coach because we think you're both going to be great. I definitely don't think it's him taking a spot. And if I had to lean towards who I think would be there long term, it would be Obi Toppin after this move than Tibbs. Yeah, but now former friend of the former show, Ian Begley, who I think he's with SNY now. He he's moved around a little bit. His his theory is that if they can't find more minutes for Obi, Obi will be moved. But like what if what if you're holding on to Obi because you don't know if you can move Randall? Like if you can move Julius Randall, yes, Julius Randall's been one of the best players we've had in the last couple of years. We we beat him up because he, he vanishes at the worst time and everything like that. But he is he's the closest thing to a first teamer you got. Now Brunson, but for whatever reason he doesn't get the respect he should, maybe he will this year. But like if you can't move Julius Randle, do you move Obi? And if you can move Julius, does Obi get a better role? And does Obi really fit what Tibbs wants to do? 
but you still haven't figured out who to replace Tibbs with. I don't know. It's it's a, it's one of those things where where Leon Rose and, and everybody in the Knicks front office for the last like two years have stayed so quiet, and everything's been kind of nice. And it's like you know what? It's not you're not as great as I'd want to be, but you're winning more. You're you're you don't seem like a joke of a franchise. I haven't seen a single promotion for uh, you know James Dolan and the hot shot or whatever the hell he calls it. <laughs> JD and straight JD, shot. Yeah. That Come one. on. You got that the CD. I, I, I might. Um, <laughs> I, I don't. That little harmonica playing Hobbit. Like I don't. Who, who's worse? Me knowing the name quickly or you referencing it? I think I'm way worse in that equation right there. I'm, I'm a little disappointed. I forgot the name of the band, but, but either way. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you definitely get worse, but like yeah, everything was so good. Now this is like, a, this is a, this is a substantial amount of drama coming out in a, in a, in a very fast pace. And you're you're trying to bring guys in like Paul George, like Zach Levine, and you know now was it Rich Paul says he never wants one of his one of his clients to play for the Knicks and all like all these things are happening again. It's like it, it's like when you get to that point where like you're an Orioles fan, the Orioles are playing really good baseball this year. We haven't had to say that's so Orioles. Like we haven't had to say that. Like I feel like I haven't had to say that's so Knicks in like two three seasons. And I feel like right now I'm going, this is so Knicks. Yeah, the, the Rich Paul comment of all that stuff would bother me the most as a Knicks fan because Rich Paul has done a, a really great job of establishing his own career through the NBA and having his clientele be some of the top-tier brands. The style in which he's approached it is controversial. I know he's represented Ben Simmons in the past. Like Some of the stuff that Rich Paul does is not what a traditional agent would do, and I'm sure he prides himself on not following that path, setting his own path, and things like that. I I get the frustration, though, from Knicks fans and from you today where it's like, the team's gotten better. The team's winning. The team was almost in the conference finals this year, and the fact that people are going to look at the Knicks and say, same old Knicks, when that's not what's happening, when a lot of the things that were losing mentality... Uh, underachieving, however you want to label the Knicks of the past, it seems for the first time in a long time, at least a decade plus, they're moving in the right direction. And last night could have been a night where it could have been about New York. Like the Brooklyn Nets have two first-round draft picks. Victor Webb and Yana, there, there are stories we've touched on a little bit that could have been about something else. Hell, it would have been awesome if, if Pickett or uh, Andre Jackson ended up as a Nick. But there were opportunities for trades to be made. There are opportunities to get back into the draft, and there are opportunities, maybe the easiest answer here is to make the roster better. It's hard for me to sit here today and say the Knicks got better after draft night. Well, and not just, like, I will say it, it might be a little overreactionary to say, like, same old Knicks, but I thought to myself, shouldn't someone come out and say this has been dealt with? Like this audio that you've got, sure, doesn't sound pretty. It's a weird thing. They're adults. Tibbs took care of it. He's the head coach. Obi understands his role on the team. He's an up and coming superstar in our eyes. We they are going to work together. Everything's be fine. And I, I I think to myself that's what someone should say. And then I wonder who the hell is that someone on the Knicks? Mm-hmm. And I get upset again because this is. I guess it would have been Scott Perry, but he hasn't even, he didn't even talk. Like, when's the last time someone above Tibbs had a press conference for the New York Knicks? Like, when, like, I'm not positive Leon Rose exists. They may have made him up. It's not a real person. No, 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 it's not. Like, I think it was an agent at one point. It's, it's kind of like the dread pirate Roberts in, in uh, princess bride. 
You just keep handing the title down. Nobody knows who you are. Nobody's ever seen you. You know, you could be anybody. You went to Princess Bride. I went to Silk Road. I'm just trying to find the most, like, like since you knew JD in the straight shot, I'm now trying to find the most random analogies and references possible. Do you know that Silk Road reference I had? Or no, if it's okay. If it's, if it's, no, no, give it's it to a, me. What is it? He was one of the first people behind cryptocurrency. It's actually a very uh, fascinating story if you ever read it. I'm pretty sure it's the same sounds, thing. The pirates, yeah. really intriguing. Uh, <laughs> he's in jail for a long time. It's I really hate good. cryptocurrency. You know that. He's the guy who like was behind it and the government, and he was hiring hitmen. Checked out that story. I'm, you said it was Dread Pirate Roberts or something? Yeah. Yeah, check that. You, Google that you, in between the you've bricks. Never seen, you've never seen The Princess Bride? Andre the Giant. Yes. Uh, Not Robin Wright. Claire Danes. No, Robin Wright. Yeah. Robin Wright. Yeah. Well, yeah, but have you watched it? It's a great movie. Isn't it your anniversary? You know what you do tonight? The kids are asleep. Put the movie on and watch it with your beautiful wife. She'll love it. Can't say that I've seen the movie. What? You gotta watch it tonight with you gotta watch it with Jordan tonight. You gotta watch it with the missus. And then like randomly before before like don't tell her. Here's I'm gonna help you, okay? I'm gonna help you out. Don't tell her your plan to watch the movie tonight. Get some munchies that she likes, like you know, whatever she's in, Doritos, whatever it is she likes. You get that. Every time you talk to her the rest of today before then, just say as you wish. Okay? You with me? Ooh. Okay. As you wish. Yeah, all right. It's a big part of the movie. Okay? So now, when you put the movie in, she thinks you spent the whole day with the forethought of a little quiet mommy-daddy date, you know, because you can't, you can't go out because you got the kids. You look like a hero. See what I did there? I just helped you out. I appreciate that. The underrated part of this conversation is that you called me out so quickly on a move I've been using with Doug Gowdy on WGY. He's a huge movie fan. And he'll ask if I've seen a movie, and I'll quickly name off the characters in the movie. And then after I name off the characters, he'll just assume I've seen it and then talk about a scene, and then I'll nod my head. While you, because you've known me for so long, you knew I just named two people from the movie and then offered no plot line to it and knew you haven't seen it, but at least it sounds like you know what the movie exists and what's going on with it. Yeah, if you don't if you don't break out it as you wish, if you don't break out, you know, any of the any of the, you know, the the rodents of unusual size, like any of that stuff, like you can't you obviously haven't seen it. It's a great movie. Like as a dude. I, it's a good that's a date movie you watch with a girl you like and you're like all right listen she's sick of watching all right we've already seen texas chainsaw massacre 60 times i guess we might as well watch this now it's not it's good it's a good movie all, all right is. i'll put that on the list really i tell you movies to watch just drop a little as you wish on the missus tonight and then put that on later and you're and you're uh, you're in there see like these are well thought out things that i'm doing the knicks don't do that that's what I'm, I'm just i'm frustrated like i need the knicks to do something to show me that there's a plan I'd love if they would just tell me who can tell me what the plan is. Like, I just, just something. I want something from the Knicks that shows me they're a big boy organization and that they're continuing to get better. That's all I want. Almost at times you have to change the attitude around the Knicks. You have to change the image around the Knicks. A brand change. Some of those things might have to happen for the Knicks in the future. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to get rid of Tibbs because I just don't, I don't know who the better coach is. Like, if you told me you could get Eric Spolster away from Miami, something like that, I'd be like, bye, Tibbs. I'll be back. But if you, like, the people who just want to fire to get them fired, that, that's stupid. Like, there's, there isn't a better option right now in my mind. But I also don't know who his boss is. It's almost as if, like, Worldwide West or Leon Rose, someone's got to get out and, like, market the team better, figure out a way to do it, whether it's digitally, whether it's through traditional media, whatever it is, to be like, this is the way young people should view the New York Knicks. Well, hey, I have a question. Okay. Ask your question. Well, who do I ask you to? Oh, I'm not going to tell you that. Well, who's going to answer it? Oh, nobody. Nobody's going to answer it. 
Well, then why am I bothering to ask the question? Great question. All right, I'm out of here. Like that's that's the Knicks. That's the Knicks. They're hiding. They just they it's it's actually kind of brilliant. Do you but, think? Do you it, think? Oh, trust me, nuts. Do you think the Knicks could maybe help out their brand by working with Elevation Ten Thousand? I would love that. You know why? You know why? It's like the third hit I gave you to run. No, I don't care. I'm on my way. I said I marketing. Do, I, I said image. I said brand. I'm like, come on, Levac, pick it up. I want to do what I want to do, okay? And then if you got a problem with it, take it up with David McClett over at Elevation 10,000. See, I know who to talk to when something's not going right. Go right to the I went over there today. I got you a present. You better wear it, too. I love it. Thank you. you. Thank See, here's you. the thing. I don't know. I'm a little worried what about it. What do you it. mean you're worried about it? I'm worried about it. So the fine people at Elevation 10,000, whatever it is you need to elevate your business or brand, they can help you. They can build websites. They can do digital marketing. I... Went and got LeVac and Gaz quarter zip pullover short sleeves made. Look, okay, awesome. Right. So I said to Gaz, they run a little tight. I'm going to grab you a 3X. Gaz lost his mind. So quick, I call Christian, or as, or as Gaz calls him, Kendall Roy, who he told me he took time out of succession to make these for us. He said that to me today. Make sure Gaz <laughs> know I took time off succession today. Thank you, Kendall, Christian. So I go, hey, did you order the three yet? No, I'm just I'm just about to. I go, I need a two for, for guys. He goes, you told me to run a little small, right? I'm like, yep. He goes, all right. I go, if he doesn't wear this because it just doesn't fit. Like, again, there's no shame in it. It runs small. You don't wear it with your awkward SpongeBob shoulders. I'm going to be so mad because the people at Elevation 10,000 did great. We went back and forth on how to do it, right? Because I wanted the logo a certain size. I wanted a certain everything, all this stuff. Hey, well, we can't do the embroidery that way. I'm like, well, is it okay to do the screen print? They were like, yes, we can do all these things. I was like, this is why I love dealing with Elevation 10,000. I got exactly what I wanted. I got Gaz exactly what he wanted, and he better wear the damn thing. I will wear it. I appreciate you. I don't care if you can't breathe. If it's too tight, you wear it anyway. Because you insisted on a two instead of a three. (laughs) Here's what I'll do. The next time we are out live, whether it's at one of our favorite places, could be Mohawk Honda, could be somewhere coming up in July, I will wear it. And thanks to Elevation 10,000, like LeVac just had that great situation with Christian, whatever it is, whether it's gear, digital mm-hmm. marketing, mm-hmm. working on a logo, working on a Website, brand, yep. webs, like this Videos, stuff is so important, especially in the it. summer where maybe you're a business and this is the downtime for your business. How can you get, how can you get your name still out there? Mm-hmm. How can people recognize like, oh, I got to continue to go to this business? That stuff might not be your strength. It is the strength at Elevation 10,000 and they want to work with you. And they do such a great job. So here's the deal. If it doesn't fit right, you're wearing it over to Elevation 10,000, and you're showing them their hard work that you ruined. <laughs> That's what you're doing. <laughs> we got your play of the day coming up next. Elevate your brand with Elevation 10,000. LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio, 95.9 and 980. It's LeVac and Gaz on the voice of the Capital Region sports fan, Fox Sports 95.9 and 980. I don't know why every time you play this, I I expect to hear a different song. Like there must be like just enough the the <laughs> same about this and another song that keeps popping in my head, but I don't think they're the same. Um that that's what you call early onset Alzheimer's kids. Um it's <laughs> just I think I was thinking of like for whatever reason um uh t- Chumbawamba tub thumping. For whatever reason I felt like the beginning couple beats of that and this are the same. According to Ed Sheeran, every song is basically like five notes. 
Well, I mean, the history of recorded sound. It's interesting to say that while you're being sued for stealing someone else's music. Uh, he won. He won, by the <laughs> yeah. way. Yeah, no, listen, and, and I think there is, uh, in comedy, they call it parallel thinking. Um, and if you were thinking about opening one, we're thinking parallel right now. Welcome to the weekend as we close out this Friday edition. That's close enough, right? I think the mic heard that. Yep. That's fine. If you didn't, <laughs> yummy. Um, yeah, parallel thinking is the new, I didn't steal from you. I'm not stealing jokes. I didn't plagiarize. It's called parallel thinking. And, and I, I think there's, there's something to that for a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't know enough about Ed Sheeran. I know he's a ginger, no soul. I know he was on Game of Thrones, could be evil. I think he was one of the Lannister men. So I, I don't really trust him, you know, as the case may be. But um, but no, you know, there you go. Isn't it weird in music that you get sued over stealing somebody's work? But in sports, if you copy a system, like if you run like the triple option, the, oh. the RPO, the bone, the wishbone in the 80s, genius, innovator, right. Right. gets the sport. Well, and it's... What it comes down to is, do you change it just enough? Do you make it your own? Like, what was it? Um, McDonald's came out with with cheeseburgers. Then Wendy's came out with square burgers. And this one came out with this burger. And it's like, whoa, wait a minute here. Hold on. How come everybody's making all this money on these drive through burgers all of a sudden? Well, you showed us how, and then we just put our own little little swerve on it. As long as you swerve it enough, you're usually okay. It's just, you know, you got to swerve it. it. Yeah. You got to swerve it a little bit. A little salsa, a little spice <clears throat> to it, your own style. I'm glad you brought up uh, food products. Um my favorite story <laughs> that I've seen lately, it came from the Kelsey Brothers uh, podcast. Was it New Heights or whatever the heck they call it? They had Charles Barkley on. I love Charles Barkley. You know what? Charles Barkley, you just made the foursome. You just made the golf foursome. Whoa. You did. Can you imagine Bill Clinton, Bill Murray, Charles Barkley, me, golf cart, beers. You know, I'm going to be over at the hideaway at the Saratoga Lake Golf Club this weekend with a pretty, pretty stellar foursome. But I think that one right there, who takes over the storytelling? So Bill Murray, yep. Charles Barkley, mm-hmm. who was that third one I just missed? Bill there? Clinton. Bill Clinton. I think Bill Clinton's fascinating. That's about as good as it gets for a foursome. That's your strongest foursome I think you've ever presented to me. And Bill Murray can golf, so the rest of us just hit off his whatever he does. <laughs> like oh, best balls Murray again, and he's just like all right, come on guys. Um, so he's on there and he was talking about his draft experience back in 1984. He, he said that he met with the owner and the bosses for the Philadelphia 76ers. And what they said to him was, everyone's a little concerned about your weight. Like you're rolling around at three bills. He was 300 pounds. We need you about 285. You're 285, you're in there. So he says, uh, this is him, quote, I was about 300 pounds in college. Uh, the Sixers brought me in for the visit. This is where they tell him that, whatever. So he... <laughs> We want you to 285. So I get down to 285, and then my agent says to me, they have a hard cap in the NBA, so if you get drafted by the Sixers, you're going to have to play your first year for $75,000. So, To which Barkley said, I can make $75,000 in college. I'm not going to the NBA to make $75,000, which is great because in 84, no NIL. <laughs> um, so he starts going to Denny's every morning. Getting ready for the draft and eating Grand Slam breakfasts and everything. He start he gets up to two ninety eight, two ninety nine. And I guess like they they cuss him out for being that heavy and all this stuff, but then still end up taking him. He goes, If you look when I get drafted, I like I look noticeably like, what the heck happened? Like what what is this? 
So he had to play for $75,000 his first year, which sure sounds like a lot of money to us, but no. He goes, literally, he goes, I tried to eat my way out of Philadelphia. True story. <laughs> How great. Like, we've seen this work with Harden. Harden ate his way out of out of Houston, right? I mean, you could argue Jamarcus Russell ate his way out of. Yeah, but I don't think Russell wanted to. I think it just happened. I think that purple drank got all up in his business. Is Zion trying to eat his way out of? Doesn't Zion look pretty good right now, though? Depending on who puts out the photo. I watched. I, I, I I just, I just realized that I'm about to hand up. Like, just cut my man card up. I'm about to say something. I watched the gender reveal video. Oh, For him and his girlfriend. Come back. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. He looked good. I mean, he's in street clothes, but he looked he looked he didn't look like he was overweight. Barkley's amazing. I'm glad you brought up this quote. Great stuff from Barkley and the Kelsey brothers. I, I have to admit my confusion here a little bit, though. So you said seventy five thousand yeah. dollars. That was going to be his rookie set. So Barkley's mindset was. If I just start pounding down breakfast food and just stay really yeah. fat here. Put, put Phil- the weight I took off back on. So Philly's going to pass on me and I'm going to go back to Auburn? No, no. He would slide down the draft to a team that had more available cap space. Thank you. That part was so he Yeah, okay. it took me a second on that too because I was like, well, is that just like the rookie? Is that the rookie number? No, it's like with Philadelphia's salary cap, they only had 75000 available for him. So he was going. he got seventy five k his first year. That's what he got. But, like, if he had, I don't know, if he'd gone to, like, Golden State or the Knicks or whatever, they may have had three to 400000 available in the first year, and he would have got that. Much more like a Major League Baseball draft. I'm glad we cleared that up because it is hysterical to think about, like, Charles Barkley. It wasn't like he was going to, like, a startup franchise. Right. The Sixers right. have been really good. And my timeline's correct. He gets to play with Dr. J, and I know that was a huge deal in his career. That, That's probably where the money was. Right. It was Dr. J, uh... Moses Malone and Daryl Dawkins all might have been on that roster at that point, which is incredible. The Sixers a few years previous won an NBA championship. I think he just missed it. Charles Barkley, man. That, that's why he's a great radio guest, podcast guest, member of a foursome, always authentic, always real. One of the great talents, not just in sports history and television. I'd say the history of television. He's one of the great talents ever. Far, would you say he's far more popular now? And TV than he was as a player. Like if you ask someone um, who Charles Barkley was, who maybe is not a big basketball fan, I think they say TV before basketball now. I would say, yeah, I, I think so because the cool thing about, I think everybody liked him. Like when I was a kid, I remember liking. Like if I played you in street ball or at the at the playground, I was playing Barkley style. I was backing you down. I was turning around. And I was throwing it up. Like that was. I wasn't. I wasn't trying to get athletic. I wasn't running all over the play. I would do it once in a while, but I wasn't going crazy. It was back you down, put the ball up. That's where I was. And I got decent at it for a while, but now obviously not like the round mounted rebound. But like that was that was that. But the dream team is when he became. That's when every really went. Oh my god! Look at this guy's personality. Like he's cool. Yes, those videos from the dream team documentaries and him messing with Jordan. I love that you're a Barkley fan as a player because I also as a little kid was a huge Barkley fan. Now I missed the Suns Barkley. I got the Rockets tail end of Barkley, but in my mind, because all my friends growing up were Jordan fans, I wanted to be that kid who was different, and I always thought the Rockets were going to be that team that could beat the Bulls, because they had Olajuwon and Drexler and Barkley all out of their prime, but the Rockets had won those titles in between the Bulls. They didn't. Barkley and John Crook are the two guys who like, I, I think I have like the most respect for that weren't like my favorite athletes, because like if you remember, Crook gets a hit and like quits. 
Like he just gets it. He hit, he gets a hit. He's, he gets the first base. You see him wave for something. Everybody's like, is he hurt? Is he hurt? No, he just he literally said like, if I ever get to the point where I can't do this physically, I'm just gonna I'm gonna quit. It's over. And he by the time he got the first, he's like, yeah, I'm just not. That should have been a double. And he and he walked out. There was points during that Houston time with Barkley where you just saw him kind of go, yeah, I should be golfing. I should be anywhere but here. I shouldn't be here. But yeah, I love that. And then who's gonna be the um, who's gonna be the Justice Crusader who goes back to 1984 and tries to find out whether or not Barkley was receiving you know illegal funds from Auburn? <laughs> somebody's, somebody, you could have like seventy five thousand. I'm digging. All of a sudden, you know, there's some car dealership that's not even around anymore. It's been like sixteen different. It was it was like an Etzel dealership back then. Now it's gone. It's a Pontiac and every other kind of car that doesn't exist. Saab dealership, all gone. You know how there's certain things in life, most of it's technology stuff, that you're going to have to explain to somebody 10 years from now in the future about why that was the way it was in the past? That is a great example of one. Wait, hang on. So you didn't pay college people? No. But you knew they were getting paid? Yes. But then they admitted they were getting paid? Yeah. So what were they punished for? Well, they didn't get punished in that spot. Wait, but you know he did the crime. Yeah, but it was too far away. Yeah, but you know who did it. That doesn't make any sense. None of that makes sense. It, imagine trying to explain this to sports fans 15 years from now, how college athletes were kind of paid, but not really. But sometimes they would get suspended and sometimes they wouldn't. Yeah. Odd. They, just, they literally just had to not get caught. Like that, that was, that's the whole, the whole thing about, I mean, it's, listen, PEDs, all these other things. How Can you do it and not get caught? get caught if you can do it and not get caught well then you're then you're good to go but if you uh you know you get caught well then you're hosed and we're gonna make an example of you because you're the only evil one who would possibly do such a thing how dare you i you know you're going to burn forever but first we're going to take what little money we can get out of you um time for the play of the day brought to you by mohawk chevrolet find new roads to car bravo at mohawk chevrolet where they always go out of their way to please you uh, guys, do you want to go first? Yeah, I do, because I have a confession I have to make here uh-huh. on this one. There are certain things in the sports world that maybe in your mind you change. And what I'm talking about is like athlete last name pronunciations. Joe Thiesman, Joe Thiesman, allegedly Johnny Manziel's real name is Johnny Manziel. Sometimes just over the course of time, we change the way we pronounce somebody's name. I am a victim here. Oh, of no. an athlete I love for the Baltimore Orioles. Now, I've been saying, this is my fourth straight weekend. And Ryan McCarthy can check me. I believe I am 3-0 and on this pick, and I'm going for 4-4 four for four on this. I've been calling my favorite Oriole, Dean Creamer. Creamer, like something you put in your coffee. Yeah, Creamer. Yeah, yeah. Allegedly, it's being called Kramer, but it's spelled K-R-E-M-E-R. When I think Kramer, I think that's an A. Kramer. I think the name Dean Creamer is so much better because you can hear like the Dream Weaver song playing when he goes out to the mound. I've tried to change this man's name. And at this point, because I've done it four Fridays in a row, I think I need to clarify his last name actually isn't Creamer. It's Kramer. Someone's yelling, it's Creamer. Someone's going to put a friend. Anyways, I'm taking the Orioles on Saturday. I'm taking him again. I'm trying to go 4-0. It's been 4-0 weekend hits. I picked him every Friday, and it's been awesome. 405 first pitch for that one. Give me my Orioles, one of the hottest teams in baseball. Dean Creamer, aka Crema, aka Creamer, aka Kramer, aka Kramer. It's such a God's thing to do to say the name wrong. 
and then blame the person whose name it is. Like, like, well, his name, uh, he wants to go by Kramer, but that's stupid because I hear songs in my head and I think of coffee and all the things that make it right for me. Uh, he, his ancestors, I on his ancestors for getting it wrong all these years. Um, <laughs> why is it not all about me? Right. Why Haven't you thought about me and my Friday play of the day when you named your family? That is on them. Thank you, LeVac. Have you won, have you won a bet with him? 3-0. You're 3-0 with him? 3-0 you, on Fridays. Usually. Oh, on Fridays. On Fridays. I'd like to clear okay. again. All right. I'm doing... Originally, I was going to do the hate, hate, hate parlay. Oh, want to know? Yeah. I, but well? it's, it's kind of a hate parlay, but I'm throwing... I'm throwing... I'm actually throwing some shade at the Yanks. I guess, you know what? It is a hate parlay. It's a triple over hate parlay. Hate, 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 hate. I, um, I think Kode Senga is not good on the road. Kodai Senga, however, you, however, however, I want his name to sound. I want that. I want Kodak like cameras. Uh, over nine and a half Mets Phillies because it's on the road. He will he will give him at least five runs himself. Um, Red Sox, White Sox. Just I expect there to be just holes in the Sox defense all over the place. Over eight and a half, and then Yankees Rangers. I have no idea. Yankees ruined my hot streak. I don't think I had one wrong this week. Until the Yankees went out there and lost ten to two, so over eight and a half because I hate all these pitchers. I hate all the pitching. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> so it's a it's a three team parlay over eight and a half Yankees Rangers over eight and a half Red Sox White Sox over nine and a half Mets Phillies. That is going to be a plus six twenty eight parlay, which I may hate them now, but I'm gonna love them when that fifteen bucks turns into one hundred and ten. That's what I'm saying. No one get offended by this joke, but we're referencing the Chappelle show, and there's another skit. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. Yeah. Oh, man, I remember that one now. That's weird. Okay. It uh, fit there. Don't get mad. That's a good quote leave. for that. I want you to leave the no. area. Okay. I want you to, I don't want you, not just the studio, not just not just the, the iHeart Media Campus. I want you to leave the Capital Region for the weekend. I am, because June 23rd is a big day in the Goslowski house. It is not just my son Rex's third birthday, happy Aww. birthday, Rex, but it's also my fifth anniversary to my wife. Happy anniversary, Jordan. June 23rd, a big day in the Kozlowski house. It is Levesque has thrown me out of the studio for a dated Chappelle show reference that hopefully we, I won't get criticized for. <laughs> I'm heading back to Central New York this weekend to celebrate with family and friends and my wonderful pilot, thanks to our friends at Mohawk Honda. The car seats are ready to go. The smooth ride is ready to go. We've got everything we need to have that summer road trip on the way. You can do the same for yourself. Maybe your family's expanding. Maybe you've got a great summer road trip and you don't want to worry about breaking down and gas and mileage and is your car. All that stuff, go to Mohawk Honda and get yourself a new vehicle. Now, maybe a new vehicle is not in your budget for this summer. Certified pre-owned vehicles are there as well. So if you're looking for something that maybe fits your lifestyle and you've had an eye on, stop at a Mohawk Honda. People that you trust during the car buying experience, so many Veteran people who have heard stories before and will help you find what you're looking for. Shout out to everybody from Greg Johnson and Lindsey Harrodin to Cam McKenna, who I work with, and so many more. The VIP man Morales, we saw him, Levac. He was the mm-hmm. fist pumps when he saw him. John in service, we yep. saw him as well. We love Mohawk Honda. I'm so happy that I get to drive my pond around the capital region across upstate New York. Yeah, I said upstate. Yeah, mm-hmm. at Tom Goss, T O M G O Z Z. Mohawk Honda, where they always go out of their way to please you. 
We will be back on uh, Monday, apparently, allegedly, possibly. Um, <laughs> we will? What? <laughs> now I'm concerned. I don't I'll know. I'll get back. I'll be back on Monday. I will I be back. I can't promise anything. I mean, you know, it's a, it's a weird world out there, my friends. Uh, but I can tell you this. Uh, Red Sox, coverage starts, what, 7-10 tonight, I think it is. Uh, first pitch, 8-10, as yes. they are in Chicago. And, uh, of course, uh, Covino Rich coming up next. We'll be back Monday, starting at 3 o'clock. It's LeVac and Gaz, Fox Sports Radio 95-980. Have a great weekend.